Welcome to Serious Faith, a podcast exploring the gospel story by story to discover the way of Jesus. Welcome back, Serious Faithers. Here we go. We are finishing up John chapter 6 this week, and uh, it's a long one. It's verses 26 through 71. Whew. All right, so I got some reading to do, so let me read it to you, and uh, we'll try to break it down. Um, I will do my best to keep this episode in the normal length, <laughs> but here we go. Uh, we're talking about the bread of life. Uh, Jesus replied, I assure you that you were looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate all the food you wanted. Don't work for the food that doesn't last, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the human one will give you. God the Father has confirmed him as his agent to give life. They asked, What must we do in order to accomplish what God requires? This is what God requires, that you believe in him whom God sent. They asked, What miraculous sign will you do that we can see and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, just as it is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus told them, I assure you, it wasn't Moses who gave the bread from heaven to you, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. The bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said, Sir, give us this bread all the time. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But I told you that you have seen me and still don't believe. Everyone whom the Father gives to me will come to me, and I won't send them away. Send away anyone who comes to me. I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the one who sent me, that I won't lose anything he has given me, but I will raise it up at the last day. This is my Father's will, that all who see the Son and believe in him will have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. The Jewish opposition grumbled about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They asked, Isn't this Jesus, Joseph's son, whose mother and father we know? How can he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus replied, Don't grumble among yourselves. No one can come to me unless they are drawn to me by the Father who sent me, and I will raise them up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has listened to the Father and learned from him comes to me. No one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. I assure you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that whoever eats from it will never die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Then the Jews debated amongst themselves, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, I assure you, unless you eat the flesh of the human one and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. My flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in them. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me lives because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. It isn't like the bread your ancestors ate, and then they died. Whoever eats this bread will live forever." Jesus said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. Many of his disciples who heard this said, This message is harsh. Who can hear it? 
Jesus knew that the disciples were grumbling about this, and he said to them, Does this offend you? What if you were to see the human one going up where he was before? The Spirit is the one who gives life, and the flesh doesn't help at all. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Yet some of you don't believe. Jesus knew from the beginning who wouldn't believe and the one who would betray him. He said, For this reason I said to you that none can come to me unless the Father enables him to do so. At this, many of his disciples turned away and no longer accompanied him. Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered, Lord, where would we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and know that you are God's Holy One. Jesus replied, Didn't I choose you twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. He was speaking of Judas, Simon Iscariot's son, for he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. Whew, that's a chunk. Holy cow, there's so much in there. All right, so let's really break this down into two pieces. Let's break it down into Jesus' initial teaching about the bread of life, and then we'll break it down, um, we'll break down the response to that teaching, because we really see a couple of responses here. Uh, so, <laughs> let's break it down. So the first piece here, Jesus is talking to the crowd that follows him across the lake from Capernaum. Or, um, you remember, or he goes to Capernaum, I'm saying. And uh, if you remember, he's fed them, he fed them the 5,000. Then out of the feeding of the 5,000, uh, we have the moment where he walks on water across the lake. And so he gets to the other side and they're asking him, when did you get here? You know, And so he begins to talk to them and he talks to them about food because they're, he says, look, you're just hungry. <laughs> he's, right? he, says, he says, you're just here because I fed you and you think I can do cool stuff and you just want me to do more stuff. And he says, there's more here than just the cool stuff. Like the cool stuff is good, but there's more to life than just the cool stuff. And so, so they say, well, what do we have to do then? Right? What do we have to do if we want to know God? And he says, well, what you need to do, what God requires is you believe in me. And they said, well, essentially what they say is, well, give us something to believe in, right? Give us some miracle. Give us some huge sign that we can believe in. And they said, you know, and then, then they go back to one of their favorite stories, you know, because they, they love the Moses accounts. And uh, so they go back and, and they just say, well, Moses gave us manna. You know, what are you going to do, <laughs> right? Moses can do that. What can you do? And, he, and so Jesus, I love it because he reminds him, he says, look, Moses didn't give you the manna, <laughs> Moses was present, and he was the human agent who was at work there. But Moses didn't give you the manna. God provided the manna. God gave you the bread. And he says, but God, the God has given you a true bread, right? A bread that comes down from heaven, a bread that gives life to the world. And of course, they're saying, look, give us that bread. Why can't we have that bread all the time? And he says, you can. I am it. I am the bread of life. I am what you've been looking for, right? I am my body, my mission, my soul, my who I am is exactly what you need. I give life. He says, this is my father's will that all who see the son and believe in him will have eternal life and I will raise them up. I love this, right? He says, I am the bread. It's me. I am the person. <laughs> I'm it. I'm where life comes from. I am the bread of life. He says, and then I love it because he, he talks, he, he almost like downplays the story that they were in love with, right? Because he's like, look, your ancestors ate manna in the desert and they all still died. At some level, at some point, they still died. But not me. <laughs> he says, if you eat of my bread, my body, my blood, you eat of this bread, you're going to have eternal life. And of course, they're puzzled by this. 
and really frustrated. It says they debate amongst themselves, right? And so, so I want to stop there. Before we look at the response, I want to stop because, because it's easy to look at this story and be like, oh, yeah, Jesus, bread of life. Yep, cool. He's, he's, he's the bread of my life. Yep, definitely. And we skip right over this because, it, and, and honestly, it's a little bit infuriating for me <laughs> because, because <laughs> it's this moment. It's so oh, it's such a big moment, such a big moment. And so I am the bread of life. If Jesus is the bread of life, and we want to have eternal life. We want to have life to the fullest, the life to the full that Jesus promises, right? He says it's got to be in him. And how many of us, we, 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 we do our lives, we run and we run and we run and we work and we work and we work and we run empty, right? Why? Why do we run empty? If Jesus promises life and eternal life, why do we run empty on this stuff? And I think it's got to be because as much as we know in our heads that Jesus is the bread of life, and we probably believe it in our hearts, we aren't living as if Jesus is the bread of life, right? We aren't, we don't, you know, think about this. When your stomach starts to growl and you get hungry, you go to the pantry and you get food, right? But when, but when, when you're starting to feel yourself be spiritually hungry, when you're tired, right? Not just a physical tired, but that like spiritual tired, that like, I'm not sure what to do next with my life tired, right? Like when you start to get that, where do you turn, right? When you're, when you're feeling exhausted and you just want to veg at home, right? Where do you turn when you need to be refilled? And I feel like we ought to be really convicted by this because most of us, the answer is not Jesus, right? And I'll be the first to tell you because because this is, you know, we're talking serious faith. We're getting down to the serious stuff in this podcast. And so I'm going to be the first to tell you that I struggle with this just as much as everybody else, right? If I've had a long day and I'm feeling exhausted and I'm feeling like my life has been drained out of me, is it scripture and prayer that I turn to? Is it Jesus, worship, you know, do I crank up the worship music and pray? Almost never. And, and I'll tell you, and I, again, I'm trying to be straight up honest with you here, right? When, when it's been a long day, what I want to do instead is I want to go home and veg. Or I want to go out and, and, and play disc golf. Or I, want to, or I want to go out and swim in our pool. You know, just, I, want to, I want to go do things that take my mind off of the drag. And yet Jesus is saying, look, there's only one place you're going to get the living bread, the, the bread of life. There's only one place you're going to go to receive what you need in those moments, and it's him. And how often do we not do that? How often instead do we turn to a million other things? Sometimes it's our family, sometimes it's friendships, it's, it's, it's mentors or disciplers for us. We turn to these other people, but, but how often do we turn to Jesus? Like, do we really live our lives as if Jesus is the bread of life, right? The very sustenance of what we need Right? Can you imagine going a few days in a row without food? Now, I know some of you do this, um, especially if you're some of my African friends, you do this simply out of necessity. But you know that feeling of hunger, right? And at some point, you're going to have to fill your stomach again. And, and the same thing is with us spiritually. We can, we can take on a constant nourishment with the bread of life, or we can do these huge in-betweens where we, well, then we, then we overindulge and we, you know, Bad things happen when you don't eat, when you don't keep your sustenance. Your body needs food. <laughs> and in the same way, your spiritual life, your 
your being needs food. It needs something to survive. And Jesus says, look, I am everything that you need. And we know that. And we say that. But do we really live it, right? Are we really experiencing Jesus in a way that is life-giving to us? Can we truly say with adoration and full commitment that Jesus is the bread of life? Can we really say that? I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, and maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe you're not struggling with this. But I think of this. I, you know, I, how much do we work for Jesus and how much do we love Jesus? How much do we receive life from Jesus and how much are we just trying to give it to somebody else? Right? We're trying to give somebody else the very thing that we need. <laughs> so what do we do? What do we do? And you see those responses here with the disciples. You know, you've got some that roll out. It says he had more than just the 12. And so they had some that just left. And he turns to the 12 and he says, well, are you going to leave too? And Simon Peter here, is, who is fantastic, his answer, I love it. He says, Lord, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? And the reason I love that answer is because that is the answer of somebody who understands Jesus as the bread of life. Because when Jesus says, hey, you can go, why don't you go try this or you could go do this other thing? And, and Peter's response is, where am I going to go to get what I'm getting here? You know, and I wonder sometimes, is this how we feel about Jesus? I mean, if that were truly how we felt about Jesus, I think the church would look a lot different. Because, A, we wouldn't be hesitating to talk about Jesus with the people we know. Because if Jesus, you know, if we see Jesus as like, where else would I go, right? If we really saw Jesus that way, where else would I go? I don't think we see Jesus that way. We see Jesus as one of the options in our lives when we're in need. One of the options when we are feeling drained. One of the, just another option on the list. It reminds me of the stories that missionaries come back with from overseas, and they talk about how, you know, Jesus, <coughs> they would preach, and people would just put Jesus up on their mantle with all the rest of their gods. Because they're like, oh, yeah, I'll follow Jesus. Why not? You know, and I think we do the same thing. Like, we do the same thing. We just, Jesus is another option. He's not the option. He's not the bread of life for us. And yet we have Peter here, you know, where would we go? You have the words of eternal life. Where would we go to get that? You're the only place we can go to to get life. Is that how you feel about Jesus? I'm challenged by that this week. Is that how I feel about Jesus? Is Jesus, is the, is Jesus the only place I can go to get life? Man. So I'm going to leave you with that this week. That's a big one. Is Jesus your bread of life? If Jesus asked you, you know, hey, are you going to leave too? Would your answer be, where else would I go? Could you honestly say, there's nothing else in my life that compares to my experience of Jesus? Think on it this week.